Hello everyone and welcome to Forever Faithful Marriage Secrets, where I share my most intimate secrets on how you can grow and thrive in your marriage while separated due to deployments. My name is Liz Hauser and I know marriage life in the military certainly has its ups and its downs, but deployment doesn't have to be all tears and drama. Join me today as I share with you a different way to create a marriage that is fully committed, intentionally loving, and creatively connected even while you're separated. Good morning and welcome to Forever Faithful Marriage Secrets. This is Liz Hauser and I'm thrilled to be connecting with you today. Thank you for joining me. Uh, yesterday I talked about my overwhelming anxiety and um, I'd like to go into a little bit more detail of how I'm how I'm working to overcome that and the things that I'm anxious with. And you might think they're totally silly. Like I even feel silly telling you some of the things that I get anxious about, but I want to share it with you so that, so that you know that it's okay to share what you're anxious about. And, um, sometimes when we hold things in, it tends to hold our hearts a little bit harder. And when we can just speak it out loud to ourselves, to other people, it makes those things not nearly as big as they are in our hearts and our heads. And so I just wanna speak it aloud and encourage you, um, if you're going through anxiety, um, if you are feeling anxiety, to just speak it aloud, share it with somebody, write it in your journal. I personally, I love journaling. It's a great way for me to just get my thoughts out. It helps me process. I love the fact that I can go back and look over it again to help give me encouragement to see where I've come from and where I'm going. And I love writing down um, scripture that the Holy Spirit brings to me in those moments. It's so very encouraging, not just when I'm writing it, but when I go back and read it. Um, so one of the things that I did immediately when I, we were in Las Vegas and Kale and I had a, an emotional fallout, um, I, I just crashed. I, I totally fell apart and crashed and it was a very ugly anxiety crash. And in the midst, I knew that I needed some help. And the first thing that came to my mind was, um, Craig Groeschel from Life Church, that's life.church, he just recently did a sermon on anxious for nothing. And we actually missed it because we were traveling and I kept thinking, I need to watch that. I need to watch that. I do get anxious sometimes. And I suddenly was like, I need to watch that now. Like this week, I'm going to watch it every night and I'm going to finish it. And so each evening after I put the boys to bed, um, I would sit down and I'd watch it and I would take notes and I absolutely loved it. It was as if he was speaking right to my heart. It was like he, God said, you need to write this sermon because Liz Hauser needs to hear it, you know, and that's what I felt like. And, and so I highly, highly recommend, um, whether you have a little bit of anxiety or overwhelming anxiety, this is an amazing sermon to listen to. So it's Life Church, life.church, and it's anxious for nothing series and it was um, done back in August so just a couple months ago but I just wanted to share a couple of the things that really stood out to me that were just real eye-openers and um, so one of the things was anxiety itself is not what's necessarily bad but we need to see anxiety as a signal or an alert that it's time to pray just like in the scripture, 
um, Philippians 4, 4 through 6, that's the, the verse that he kept saying over and over again. Do not be anxious about anything, but instead pray about everything. And I'd heard that scripture so many times before, but when he said that, it was like, oh, so when I'm anxious, that should tell me, you know, the red light's going off. It's time for you to take it to God and pray. Like this is, there's something big going on underneath here and you need to go to God because it's bigger than you. And I was like, wow, that's really good. Just, and he made the, um, he connected it with just like when in your car, the check engine light goes on, you're like, oh shoot, you immediately take it to the dealer and who can fix it. And so you always want to take your anxieties, your, your issues that you're having, take it directly to the creator who knows how to fix you, who knows how to handle you. And, um, he also said, if it's big enough to worry about, it's big enough to pray about. And if it's on your mind, then it's on God's heart. And that was just so encouraging to me because I've always thought of my little anxieties as just being so little and silly. Like, really, I'm going to pray to God about my anxiety over packing? Like, seriously, that just seems so silly. And yet, you know what? If it's causing me so much anxiety, then it probably is a big thing for God. And he wants to know about it. And he, you know, wants me to pray about it and seek him out for help. And so that was just super encouraging for me to hear that. And, um... Just before that verse, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I will say rejoice. And that was so poignant for me to hear that because in the midst of feeling absolutely miserable, so down and just depressed, I was like, I have nothing to rejoice in. My world feels like it's falling apart. Um, I feel like our marriage is falling apart. You know, you just feel like the worst ever when, when you go through a fight. And I thought, I don't see any way out of this. And my world is just turned upside down. How am I supposed to find joy in this? And, you know, God tells us, you know, we can find joy in him. And I realized too, that oftentimes I, I think I can only find my joy in what's around me or in my husband. Um, and I realized that I was depending on my husband to give me my joy. And I'm like, that is so ridiculous and silly. And instead, I need to find my joy in Jesus. Because he is the only one that can give us joy in the midst, in the midst of a rainstorm. Seriously. He is the only one that can give us peace and joy in the midst of everything falling apart. And I wrote this verse down that I thought was really... Um, really beautiful. It's from Psalms 28, 28 verse 7. The Lord is my strength and shield. I trust him with all my heart. He helps me and my heart is filled with joy. I burst out in songs of thanksgiving. And it's pretty amazing when you're in the midst of a storm and God is able to not only give you peace and joy, but he helps you to be thankful for what you're going through, thankful, not even, you may not even be thankful for what you're going through, but just that you can be thankful for the other things, you know, thankful, you know, that God is taking care of us, thankful for this meal or the, just the little ways that God provides. Um, but as I said in my last podcast, and this was a hard thing for me to come to the realization of, but I wanted to be I wanted to choose to be, even though that week was terrible and I would never want to relive it again, I wanted to choose to be grateful 
for what happened because it opened my eyes. I wanted to see it as a blessing because it opened my mind to something that I wasn't seeing, that I wasn't realizing. And in the midst of our very long and very emotional talks that Kale and I were having as we were talking around our hearts and our emotions and the situations, I I was able to understand and see things in a different light in our marriage and how I was acting and how it was affecting our marriage and our family that I'd never seen before. And I feel so silly that it's taken me this long to see that, but sometimes that happens and I feel like Oftentimes, <clears throat> I do this that I, I think the longer that we're married, the easier it should be. And yet, we still have fights and fallouts. And I'm like, why is this happening more than normal? Like, why? I think, shouldn't we be have, be, have all this out and not have to fight anymore? And it'd be like saying, Like, for instance, you know, going to school. The longer you're in school, it should get easier, right? No, it doesn't because you are challenged with more challenging courses. Okay, well, now you've learned the basics. Now we're going to go up to the intermediate. And you're like, oh, man, this feels even harder. But you push through it because you need to learn it in order to grow. If life were easy, if marriage were easy, we wouldn't grow. We'd stay stagnant. In fact, we'd actually fall backwards, um, slide backwards. If life were easy and didn't require us to work hard, we wouldn't go anywhere. And that's the same with marriage. Even though whether you've been married one year, five years, 10 years, 20 years, you still have to work at it every day. And there's just, just because you've been married longer doesn't mean that it gets easier. It just means that you have different challenges. Just like as your kids grow up, parts of it gets easier. Okay great they're not toddlers they're now in elementary school so they're sleeping through the night but now you've got them fighting you know with each other okay well now they're teenagers and they're not necessarily fighting with one another but now they fight with you you know and each stage there's just new challenges and I, I really have I have to realize that it's okay to have these little uh, conflicts and these confrontations um, because that's how we learn, that's how we grow, and that's how we better understand each other. And it really is amazing that God takes two people who are completely opposite from one another, it seems like, not only opposite from one another, but also two different genders that are opposite from one another, and makes a marriage work. It is only by the hand of God that it can happen. I I swear to you, if it weren't for God, I don't think Kale and I would still be together because we are so very different and sometimes we really, really clash. And I'm so grateful to God that he continues to pour love and grace and mercy into us beyond what we can ever have. And he gives us understanding and he helps us to to fight for one another and to care deeply enough for one another to push past those awkward and uncomfortable moments of having to talk through the really hard emotional times. So that being said, if you are going through a challenging time in your marriage, just know that it's not the end. 
see it as a blessing to learn, to grow, to see where you need to change. Um, it's okay to realize, wow, I think I had this part wrong. Wow, somehow I missed this one and I need, really need to change. Um, I always try to make myself willing to change and it's not an easy, changing is not easy, but that's where we can lean on God for his strength and um, seeking out good friends and good family members that you can talk with as well as a good counselor if if needed and again there is absolutely nothing wrong with seeking out a counselor to get help and I'm learning that um, head on right now like this is like real life me learning that seeking counseling is okay in fact it is necessary when you can't figure things out on your own um, I hope that is encouraging to you and I just want to just push you to, to not give up, to see things in a different light, to find your joy in Jesus, no matter what is going on. Have a beautiful day. Bye. Thank you for joining me today. If you don't want to miss another episode, please subscribe to my podcast. If you're looking for encouragement through this deployed life, whether pre-deployment, during deployment, or post-deployment, I've got group coaching for you. Hop on to deploymentbeautiful.com and find out more about my group coaching. Also, you can go to my Facebook group, Deployed Life, Strong and Courageous Military Wives. Look forward to connecting with you in those ways. Have a beautiful day.